Welcome to another episode of Seasons of Lifetime podcast, where we respond to the seasons of life with storytelling, inspiration, and laughter. I'm Dawn. And I'm Cheryl. And we're so happy to bring you our guests today, Kendall and Betsy Eaton. And our topic today is going to be massage, not a luxury, a necessity. Welcome to the podcast, Kendall and Betsy. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to be with you ladies today. How are you? We're great. We're just so happy to have you. And so are we. Yes. So we usually start our episodes with uh, asking our guests what season of life they're in. But given the topic Mm -hmm. we're going to discuss, I would like to ask you both, what season or how has massage evolved given the climate of the world we live in today? Well, in my opinion, massage has evolved to a point where it's it's no longer a luxury, like you say. It's, It's a necessity because of the stresses of life today. I think we're living in a very hard and cold time right now. And people are even more isolated in ways because they're on their cell phones more than face-to-face talk. And touch and brings people back together. I think it's one of the most profound forms of communication. So given all of the stresses of life, the busyness of life and whatnot, we need to take a break. and We need to, to, to back up and relax a little bit. And that's where massage can come in from a, from a, a, a medicinal point, a mental point, Overall, it, it enhances the body by improving circulation in so many things. So, yes, I think it's a necessity, not a luxury any longer. And building on that, uh, in the climate that we've had lately with COVID and everyone being isolated, highly stressed and depressed, um, massage is one of those a modality that will help to bring back and treat um depression, stressful events, uh, psychological and emotional uh, issues that we're having. And there is a saying that uh, that I learned earlier on that touch is a necessity for life. And there's research to prove that. Yes. Um, We need touch and uh, even more now than we did before. Right. So I'm I'm just overwhelmed with having you guys here because I believe that this is going to be a great podcast. Our listeners really need to hear this. Um, what made both of you choose careers in reflexology and massage? Well, I, I started out actually, I was a computer programmer, system developer, software developer, that sort of thing. So I was kind of more of a logical approach to things. If there's a situation that has to be solved, we can try to figure it out that way. And I've mm-hmm. learned that they probably the best computer on the planet is the human body. What I've learned mm-hmm. by going into massage and got into it through reflexology and the power of touch, because it's always been something that's been part of my life. I mean, we okay. come from a large family, so touch was always something that I was accustomed to. But I find that you can program the body, de-stress the body through touch. So instead of programming a computer, we program people through touch. And we do it all the time through a, a pat on the back or grab somebody's hand or arm, and we kind of reset their their, their, their thermostats at that point. If they, they're fired up and angry, we can kind of calm them down sometimes by just a hug. So right. touch is very important, and, and it's something that is probably the most profound form of communication to me. So I got into it through the logical side. I mean, the body is the best computer. Your nervous system is your email, carrying messages around your body. Your brain is your CPU, your arms, your output devices, they move you around. But all of them were stimulated and maintained through stress 
that we need in our body a certain amount, but we also need to de-stress ourselves when it becomes overload. And that's what I find massage can do. That's a beautiful analogy. Beautiful <laughs> analogy. <laughs> How'd you get about it, Beth? I, I, it was a natural progression for me. I'm a retired nurse and I wanted to maintain. I wanted, when I was looking to retire from nursing, I wanted something not so invasive, uh, but to maintain my ability to help people de-stress and make, make them feel better, help with their pain management. And actually, I went for a reflexology. I didn't know that there were schools for massage because I grew up with massage. In my family, um, who my ancestors are from India, and they have massage as a daily practice, like brushing your teeth. So um, when I went, I was curious about reflexology. I've seen it in work, and I wanted to know more about it. When I went to the college, they said that you needed a massage license before you could do reflexology. And I started off, and here I am now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm still able to help, you know, um, and do the things I love. Right. So, so for our listeners who don't know the difference, what's the difference between reflexology and massage? Well, reflexology is based on... on the concept that there are reflex points on your hands, your feet, and your ears that correspond to every organ and system in your body. And that by manipulating them by pressure points, like an acupressure type of situation, you can affect those organs. So, for instance, the shape of your foot, if you look at the medial side of your foot, the inside of your foot, following your, your arch from your mm -hmm. toe down to your heel, that's the same shape as your spine. And the reflexology, that's the reflex point for your spine. So by manipulating points along that, you can affect the spine. Across mm -hmm. the ball of your foot is a location for your lungs. So at every spot on the foot, the hands and the ears corresponds to an organ. Whereas in massage, it looks at the total body from the anatomy and the, the input of the 11, what, 11, 13 systems of the body, the nervous system, the anatomy, the, the circulatory system, the, all of the reproductive system. All of these things mm -hmm. are affected by manipulating of the muscles and, and, and tissue that connect us and hold us together. And mm -hmm. the, and the be benefit of massage is that it can de-stress us. We need a certain amount of stress to stand up, to be erect, to just function. Mm -hmm. But we get overloaded with it, and that's when it becomes a problem. And that's when massage is using four basic strokes applied in, in logical sequence um, can relax the muscles, basically. Balance the systems, help with the homeostasis mm -hmm. at, at a very deep level at a very deep level in the body. Right. And with reflexology, you don't have to disrobe. Reflex, no, massage, you do, for the most part. You know? right. So those are some of the differences on that. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So we're learning a lot of facts about uh, reflexology and massage today. What would you tell our listeners if you wanted to dispel some of the myths that are that may still be out there? Uh, when it comes to myths, there's lots. Well, the Western society has dubbed massage uh, 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 something that only the rich can afford, you know, leisurely, the wealthy, you go there for a spa day, or mm -hmm. you get pampered, or you, for the male, it's happy ending, um, mm -hmm. or it's definitely just a career for women, or it's just rubbing. Mm -hmm. um, that 
makes it really difficult for when someone wants to go into the career like a male. Uh, we have lots and lots of male therapists who are very serious about their career. They've trained long and hard to become a massage therapist, not just a masseur. Um, mm-hmm. And it's hard for them with this image being portrayed out. So those are the myths. I, I say that, and I say to my students, look, how many cars do you have in a lifetime? How many phones do you have in a lifetime? You wear them out. You only have one body and you need to maintain it because once you lose that body, that's it. You're kaput, you're gone. Mm. Yeah. And if you don't look after it, you end up being maimed, you're, you end up being uh, living with chronic illnesses, you end up um, in, in a state of pain mm-hmm. and discomfort. So massage can help all of that. I have a I have a question like my husband you know I can see the stress in him but he's like always apprehensive about he's never gotten a massage I've gone for massage I'm telling you I'm in heaven every time I go but he is like I don't know I'm not sure what would you tell um what would you tell men who may have are coming with their preconceived ideas about having a massage um how could I get him to go get one basically <laughs> well as, as a man the first time I went for massage I wanted a female therapist right? okay. and men oftentimes we don't we last with the baby go to the doctors all right so we need a little coaxing sometimes yeah. and so you, you're thinking about it that way because it, it you there, there's an element that you're feeling vulnerable right okay. you're, you're laying on the table you're gonna, you're gonna lay there and let someone else work your body right right? touch your body move your body around it so there's trust involved in certain things too and with men it you're thinking what i want to lay down and be comfortable i want a woman maybe working on my body but as a therapist it makes no difference i've learned now that the benefit of massage outweighs all of those other preconceived notions about what's involved in it when you Mm -hmm. lay on the table and you have a a pain in your neck or, or in your leg or your thigh your foot and mm-hmm. when you can start relieving that through natural means of, of positioning the body so that just the muscles are in more relaxed position, mm-hmm. sometimes it just have to, to to straighten the kink out, you know. But okay. it makes a big difference because nerves will be unwound from being okay. tight and bound up. Yeah. So the circulation, yeah, circulation's improved. You feel okay. better. And when you're yeah. looking at it from a point of, of of the medicinal side and the and the healing side. You, you want a talented therapist, male, female, or otherwise. It makes no difference. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what men have got to realize. Is it's not a sexual thing from, from that point. Anything like that. It's, it's medicinal. Right. Like we hold a lot of stress. Just from our postures. We're leaning forward. Our shoulders are rounded. You know, our head yeah. goes forward. You can't have headaches and headaches and headache and pain. Right. That can be relieved very easily in a lot of cases. Okay. But we hold ourselves back. As, well, maybe we don't want to show vulnerable. Or we don't right. want to go to the doctor. We Afraid to find out that something is wrong? I don't know what it yeah, is. Exactly. But we need to get young because it's it's foolish. Yeah. Mm. So, so my question would have been, um, are there any um mental benefits from to each? And I think you've answered oh, yeah. some, but oh, yeah. mental, how does this help? So um if you come to me and you have uh, you're worried, say, for example, I'm going to use a, a random person. They've come in, they've got a family, um, they've suddenly had an injury at work, 
and it's threatening their income and looking after their family. Mm -hmm. um, and they've been recommended to come for some massage therapy. Okay. Mm -hmm. If after a, a couple of weeks, you start to feel the benefits of pain reducing, increased range of motion, you're able to do things more than you, you was two weeks ago, and you find that you can actually continue to uh, look after your children. It's not just de-stressing the body and relieving the pain. Emotionally and psychologically, you start feeling better. Yeah, you, re you release a lot of emotion. I've had, I've had clients <laughs> cry after certain mm -hmm. sessions because, because a lot of emotions are stored in tissue. Mm -hmm. The mind is stored all in tissue. So you, mm -hmm. you, you might have a memory come back that you thought mm -hmm. long buried. Wow. That can be brought back up through, oh, okay. through the touch, through the through the energy movement through the body. Yeah. All of that is, is what wrapped up in there, and that's what that's what we hold on to and hold back and try to forget sometimes. Yeah. But instead, it doesn't go away, and this is a way of releasing a lot of that. That's great. That's interesting. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I see Cheryl can relate to some of the. You uh... <laughs> see the look on her face. Yeah. 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 She's had that experience. <laughs> Listen, I'm one and I've got, I always get deep tissue and, yeah. and people are saying, like my friends will say, why do you get deep tissue? I said, that is just like the best. Like you walk yeah. away sore, but they just tell you to drink a lot of water, but I'm but, telling you, you feel lighter. Mm -hmm. yes. nothing lighter. You just feel right. so light. Exactly. So I have pride. I have pride. <laughs> but, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It can, and, and we can make you cry from the physical side as far as emotional release. Yeah. Things or whatnot. You know, yeah, definitely. And you release it as important as it is to take nutrients into the body. We have to release toxins. Yeah. And yes. that's what both of these things do Water. very well. With reflexology, <laughs> you might find a metallic taste in your mouth after a session. Yeah. You know, with, with massage, you're releasing all through your body. <laughs> you know? So you're basically giving those cells in your body a reset. You, you're right. cleaning them out, getting rid of the toxins, making them take a deep breath. They're getting a fresh new supply of blood. Yeah. And it helps healing. It helps to um, for the muscles and, and tissues to do their job even better after you've had a treatment. Yeah. And it feels good. Okay. Yes, it feels good. It feels and, good. And you know, our, our bodies know that it feels good even from infancy. Um, yep. I remember like taking care of my little brother and then other little cousins in the family. And my mom would, would teach me how to massage. So I did it with mm -hmm. my own child when when felicia was a baby and she would take her 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 fingertips and go behind their back while they're like laying on their back and mm -hmm. massage and the baby would just stretch its arms and move all around you know they'd never felt yeah. that before but you knew it felt good yeah. and then one other um uh experience that i've had i used to volunteer at a children's shelter and there were, I was with the medically fragile babies from infancy to two years old. And I had one where he was sitting in a, in a little baby seat and he started crying. And I went over to him and I realized the pacifier had fallen out and it was just kind of laying on, you know, on the, on the pillow next to his face. Mm -hmm. And I went to pick up the pacifier and my hand like brushed against his, his jawbone. And he just like in an instant, move his face toward my hand like oh my goodness right, what is right, that like what is that right. touch so i couldn't right. leave 
I just kept staying there, massaging his little face and his neck, yeah. and he yeah. just he fell asleep. Well, they do. You know? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they need to speak to that. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm a pediatric nurse, mm -hmm. and <laughs> I, I'm pediatric massage therapist. I've had mm -hmm. this, this client from six months. He's now 15 years, and I still see him every week. Oh, yeah. wow. So it, it it is um massage for babies has been researched by a person called stephanie fields american um medical person mm -hmm. and it it has proven to uh both help the child grow and develop emotionally psychologically and physically so with preemie babies in the in the nicu Mm -hmm. If they have about 10 or 15 minutes of massage a day, it helped with their digestion system. It helped them absorb oh. their food better. It helped them to sleep better. They okay. grew a lot faster and they were out of the NICU two weeks earlier. Oh, NICU. Uh, wow. NICU means um, neonatal intensive care for babies that are born underweight and not quite developed to um, survive on their own. They need a little extra help, maybe some oxygen, maybe some nasal feeding until they incubator. get to their size and they, yeah, they're nursed in an incubator. Mm -hmm. So these babies that uh, had massage grew and developed better and they, they were out of hospital at least two weeks earlier than their counterpart that didn't have massage. Mm -hmm. And they also not only slept better, but they bonded. They right. were able to bond with their, their mm -hmm. nurse, their, their carer, their parent a lot more. They were very, very happy. Um, and all of this research, I have to be honest with you, when I did my pediatric training for massage here in the States, when I heard the history, I was kind of a bit annoyed. Mm -hmm. Because the doctors here were on, uh, they they were on a mission in India um, to go and see um, children in orphanages, and the, one of the people that went there, one of the doctors, got sick, mm -hmm. and she was out there on her own, and she was li living in a hotel at the time, and the workers and the people in the community looked after her when she was sick. They came in, they bathed her, they gave her a massage every day, they put her on the terrace. And then and she, as she recovered, she eventually got back to her mission, which is going to visit the, the orphanages. orphanages. Mm -hmm. And she found that the, the people that, that was running the orphanage were orphans themselves. Mm -hmm. So the children, the elder children massaged the younger ones and as every day. And as they grew up, the elder ones became in charge. And then, you know, that if, if you got and went out and got, you know, got made a family of your own, great. But the ones that didn't and wanted to stay helped to run the, the orphanage. And that's mm. how pediatric massage came to America. It was from that initial visit that they decided, that, oh, this is a good thing. Pediatric okay. massage is a good thing. And they developed a school here for it. Okay. 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 Interesting. And I wrote down that name. You said Stephanie Fields. Stephanie Fields. And okay. She, uh, I think she's, uh, she works in a California research center. Okay. 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 Yeah. Very interesting. I'm learning so much. I know. <laughs> 
I really am. So how often do clients schedule sessions? So now this is like a regular routine client, not someone who's come for the first time. How often do you do they see you if they've got like a chronic problem? So at, at the clinic, they generally registering about every week. They'll come in once a week or so. At the clinic, I've seen people normally about once a week. In my private practice, it may be once a month, but it's different situations and whatnot. But the main thing is, is regularity. More than frequency is regularity. If it's once a week or once every two weeks or once a month, keep to that schedule because it's cumulative, the overall effect. Okay. So by having it routinely performed, we learn. The muscles learn too. You've heard of muscle memory and all that, you know. Right. So it gets, it gets used to certain things and you'll start to learn. So regularity is probably more important than frequency. Okay. Yeah. So I, I heard you say in clinic. So just so our listeners yeah, understand. Yeah, we've got the, the clinic that I work at where we see it's a medical, we have, clinic. It's a medical clinic. Yeah. I okay. do medical massage, yeah. So I'd like to add a little to that. So medical massage basically means you've you've got a condition, you've got a shoulder issue or a lower back issue or a neck issue, um, mm -hmm. recovering from surgery or injury. Mm -hmm. These these are medical conditions. And we when you've got uh, a brand new condition that's ready for massage. You, you normally get seen maybe twice a week. Okay. When that condition is in control, you'll then go to once a week and then maybe once bi-weekly. This is how you get your maintenance and you make sure you don't get re-injured again. Um, but again, if you, that's partly uh, insurance, partly, um, you know, your finance mm -hmm. has a lot to do with it. If you're just going for a massage, depends on how much you earn and on what you can afford okay. as long as you like kendall said as long as you make it a regular thing even if it's once a month mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. needs to be be consistent know, routine and consistency yeah got it okay got it. yeah that, i was going to ask that too you know mm -hmm. because you know, people listen. Eggs are ten dollars, so you know people <laughs> want to know. People want to know. You know, I can get the eggs and go to get my massage. Um, you know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. so it can be covered um, depending on where you go by insurance, and then the rest would be that you have to pay out of pocket. Right. Okay. If you have a medical reason for it, yeah, is what right. I'm understanding, right? Yes. 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 Right. Okay. So, so. Um, my question is, um, what do you want our listeners to take away from our conversation? What would you have them to know about what you do and, right. and this reflexology and this massage? I see the wheels turning. Right. Right. Yeah, what, Say that again? What, 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 we, what we suggest, what we do is help the body help itself mm -hmm. uh, through, through manipulation, through, through the different modalities and techniques. But what we'd like the people to get over is that you know it's 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 something that you need to try, you, it, as an alternative to to relaxation. You know we okay. do all sorts of things to relax and de-stress ourselves, and and this is another. And I think in a way with with today's common occurrences of 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 uh, repetitive use type things like you, you there's a term called text neck that's come about now because people always got their heads down looking at the, the cell phones okay. and the muscles get yeah. right in that. So you don't realize the position where we sit all the time. So sometimes it's just or being aware of your posture will help the body aches that you may feel from time to time. So okay. look at your body, okay. work with your body, feel your body, listen to your body, and treat your body every once in a while to, to a massage. Okay. You know, let, let, 
let someone else work those kinks out of your body, you know, and then be mindful of how you're using. You take right. care of your car, like Betsy was saying, you take care of your instruments. Our body is our instrument. You need right. to take care. And it's more than sometimes brush your teeth, showering, and going to medical thing. Sometimes you need to, to, to let go. And this yeah. is a great way of helping the body let go. And releasing right. things that sometimes you don't even know you're holding on to. Right. Once you lay down yeah. there and a, a, a therapist can start to manipulate your body and feel where some of those kinks are, you'll feel a lot different getting off that table. You think well, you've grown in some ways. In some I ways, you have. agree with that. <laughs> I certainly do too. I hope our listeners take heed because you've dropped some good nuggets there. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so with me, with my deep tissue, is that good? Should I continue with the deep tissue? Sure. Absolutely. Deep, yes. It's yes. what modality you find that you enjoy. There's yeah. lots and lots of different modality yeah. out there. Right. There are lymphatics, there's my fascial. There is there's so many different ones. Yeah. There, if you don't want to get and dress and go on the table, there's shiatsu. Acupressure, um, acupressure. Mm-hmm. There's a lot out yeah. there. Just find something that you like yeah. and mm-hmm. you know that you can afford. So, and, so and, how, and realize how important touch is. I mean, you get on the car, the subway trains, and people seem to try very hard not to touch each other. Right. They mm-hmm. hold on to the pole with one finger so you don't have to touch someone else's hand. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and understand some of that reasoning and things like that. But touch is mm-hmm. extremely important in our lives. Right. And just saying, babies have improved in their preemie statuses by mm-hmm. being touched. Absolutely. And like I said, you poke your head, you rub it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And what you said about not wanting to touch each other on the on the subway or on a public bus, um, I think that speaks to how important touch really is. And I think people realize that. Yeah. So you don't want to just touch yeah. just anybody. Right. right. You know, so and it's that's the reason for it. Yeah. I think people realize yeah. that. Right. But they need so to go, they need to get the benefits from it. Yes. Right. We go through right. a lot of things to avoid it, but it's something we also need. So as long as we get it when we avoid it when you need to. <laughs> well yeah. right. but right. we need it sometimes. Get it when you need it. Right. And, so it's, and, and, it's and we need it more often than we not realize that we might realize. Yes. Is there a way that our listeners can reach out to you? Let's say if they wanted to come to you, how would how would they get in contact with you? Well, I work at I work at the Manhattan Medical and Health Clinic. Okay. Um, I, I, I see some private clients, but at this point in time, I'm not doing much of any of that right now. So my okay. main thing is at Manhattan Medical. Okay. Um, it's it's on East 56th Street, 160 East 56th Street, Manhattan Medical. Manhattan Medical Health. Health. Yeah. Yes. And I'm teaching at the Swedish Institute. Um, uh, I I might as well say full time, actually. Uh, But I do have uh, a couple of clients that I hold on to. I mainly specialize just in medical um, because of my background, what I enjoy. Mm -hmm. Um, And Betsy, is that still the one in Hoboken? Or are you somewhere no, else? No, this is Swedish Institute, uh, downtown in Manhattan. Manhattan. Okay. One, downtown one, Manhattan. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is All great. right. And we will have your full names in the um, in the description if anybody in the New York or Tri-City area wants to get in touch with either one of you, right. um, they'll be okay. able to do that. Okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Thank, you. Well, thank you. so. This was such a great thank conversation. You. I thank sure. you both thank again. You. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah. yeah, I hope it helps.
Thank you. Everybody, sure well. Thank you guys very much and good luck with everything. Continue to Thank success. you so much. Thank you thank so you. much. Speaking with you guys. Thank with you. that said, we always end our episode with some seasoning, right? We always end okay. an episode with some seasoning, a quote of seasoning. And this episode is going to come from this quote seasoning rather is going to come from Hippocrates. As you know, the Hippocratic Oath is the one that medical um, physicians, they take before they start their practice. And so this one comes from Hippocrates. And he said, anyone who wants to enter into the medical field and become a physician must first learn massage. And I think that really wraps up our conversation, doesn't it? Because it is not just a luxury, it is also a necessity. Exactly. <laughs> Right. You know, we 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 are so excited to have had you here today. We've been teaching uh, or or having conversations rather mm -hmm. about cozy cottage, you know, sort of letting things go, finding your candle or whatever the case may be. You can get comfortable Relax. read a book. Um, we did something on um, buying gifts, how you try and just sort of focus on that person. Um, last a few weeks ago, we talked about where your mental state is uh, moving forward, your goals for the year. This definitely goes into the conversation of more things that we can do for ourselves. We did talk about going to the doctor, prostate cancer, breast cancer, mm -hmm. how we need to take care of ourselves. We talked about the medical aspects of that. And we did speak about, you know, people who pick um, holistic ways of taking mm -hmm. care of themselves. So right. this mm -hmm. definitely encompasses all that. We can't thank you enough for your it's input. I will be reaching out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure, so I can my, right. my massage time and my reflexology. I learned a lot about my feet. So <laughs> oh, yeah. I think you love it. For listening, <laughs> listening please subscribe and share. Let us know if you have any ideas or things that you would like us to talk about. We're having a conversation. This is the Season of a Lifetime podcast, and we thank you so much for listening. Thank you, ladies. Thank you again. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Take care. Enjoy the rest Bye. of the weekend. All right, you too. Thanks, Bye -bye. All right, now.